Hello and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yeah, season two, episode 30. We're really moving on. Oh, what a week, what a week it was. We're going to talk about our fabulous women uh, winning the European Championships. Uh, also, what we got up to last weekend. Um, uh, my favourite artist may have changed. I've been compromised. Uh, and also, what's coming up this weekend. Uh, right, we're going to kick up the show off with a bit of Palooka 5, and this is Drive You Around. Okay, kicked off the show there with Drive Your Around by Palooka 5 and welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with me and Jem. Uh, how you doing, mate? 
Yeah, no, really good, actually. Uh, it's so great, isn't it, when, when the clouds are heavy in the morning and you just know it's going to be sunny in the afternoon. Don't worry, don't panic, Mr Mannering. Uh, loving, I'm loving this way that the plants aren't, though, are they? They, they? I was just telling someone about hair and how once someone strapped some green hair on my head and yeah. um, rather than it going grey, when it was sunny, very, very sunny, it's a beautiful days, actually, might have told this before, and uh, my green hair that was strapped to my head, sent to my head, <laughs> turned brown in the sun. Oh, no. So, how, yeah. how, how, did, how did Womad go for you? you yeah, were Womad. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, um, oh, it was amazing. It, it, just as uh, I was talking last week when we were talking about the preview of it, Everyone was really, really friendly, bringing out kind of everybody from families, you know, diversity from all around the communities. Everyone talks to each other, really, really, really friendly. And where people just appreciate good music, mm. regardless as to whether or not they might be listening to that music. Very, very open-minded. Um, everyone was really friendly. It's less manic than some of the bigger festivals. Uh, some amazing highlights. I thought the Flaming Lips. Um, it's not oh, quite yeah. my music. They headlined. Um, I think they headlined on a Saturday night, and their light show was just awesome. They just yeah, I know. Absolutely amazing light show. That it's was quite. Out. They're quite interactive as well, aren't they? Yeah, so did yeah. they chuck loads of stuff out in the audience? They and... did. Yeah, they, they were very interactive, and uh, so that was definitely one of the highlights. Um, my personal highlight was. Seeing Fatima Diawara from Mali, I think I mentioned before, and then I'm, and then she doesn't do interviews, but did an interview with me. I'm so chuffed. <laughs> so that was wonderful, and and, I, and she was just talking about uh, very poignant actually because we're going to come on to that. But she was basically talking about equality of women in Africa across the world against uh, um, uh, FGM uh, that happens in some parts of the world. And opportunities for women to have uh, the access to jobs, work, music, headlining, all the things that we've spoken about. She's the most amazing woman in yeah. music. She's such a, such, a, such a talent. Then I saw the last Stornaway gig uh, that they were going to play. That was really um, emotional. And uh, do you know what? In the group, they've got like these, they're just an amazing group. They formed in Oxford when they went to university there. And um, one member of the group, the, the main guy that writes all the music, Brian, He's kind of stopped doing that because he's an ornithologist. He's done, you know, he's got a doctorate <laughs> in it, and he runs a, a bird uh, sanctuary over the RSPB in Wales. That's what he's doing. Another guy's living in New York. And there were loads of sort of young kids watching at the front. You know, I was just having a conversation with people at the front, and uh, they were saying that this is the last gig. Just before they came on stage, they were saying, "I said, why are you here?" And I said, "Well, we had, this band's been going for ten years, and they said we never knew that the keyboard player had stolen away." was actually in a band. He was our music teacher. So he oh. kept it secret from everyone until right at the end and invited loads of his class to the final gig at Woman. How cool is that? They only knew about it for the last two months. So they were shouting out his name. It was really, really cute. Really, really, really good. I love the spoken word, some really good poetry. Author Talks was amazing. And I think one of the highlights was catching up with the Ukrainian duo that I mentioned last week. Yeah, Pope yeah, Reed. yeah. Uh, they've been cycling around the world uh, in Myanmar and in India and Australia. They've done over 60,000 miles taking on a bicycle. 
their music and the Ukrainian culture to various lands across the world. They were just an amazing creative duo. So, yeah, a really wonderful festival. Yeah, it sounds, sounds brilliant. And, and the weather wasn't too bad as well last weekend. So it was you... good. I mean, actually, we were pretty pleased about the cloud when it when it was there because it got quite hot again, really. No perfect yeah. weather, really. Yeah, a bit of a sprinkling of rain. But that gets away the dust. That happened at Glastonbury, actually. You know, sometimes yeah. actually, the only time I actually welcomed a bit of rain it stopped it being dusty. So, no, a lovely festival. And, uh, yeah, can't wait for 2023. Yeah, it's um, it's great when a festival lives up to your expectations as well, isn't it? You know, you 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 going along with all this excitement, and you think, you know, that's that's and and, and it delivers, and that's what you want. I, you, you you say expectations. I think that's that 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 is good. But you know what? Well, I think what it really is is that we're all desperate to get back out and see music and get yeah. some sort of normality. Uh, back again and so because we've missed like Glastonbury and the other like Godney as well you know where you've missed a couple of festivals I think it's created a pent-up demand uh just people are just desperate to go go there and then a sort of because they've missed two years are sort of triply enthused about being back where we all belong really so I think that's also a part of it as well yeah, yeah. Fantastic. yeah. I can't wait for the next festival cool yeah we, we had a nice weekend last weekend we went to we went out for a little walk around Langport actually because uh, you know Kevin's never really had a walk around there never realized it was a paddle boarding capital of Somerset with all these people paddle boarding along the river and there were people sort of swimming in there as well it's pretty good fun looking at all that and we had a nice walk and uh, and then we stopped at the halfway house for a pint on the way back uh, which which was nice you know so um did that and then yeah so you know, I had to get a purdy the next day to go and pick Kieran up uh, from uni to bring him back. So uh, we didn't go out on, again, we didn't go out on the uh, Saturday night. So I picked him up and um, and brought him back. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that was, you know, the best part of the weekend. <laughs> you know, it was great to have him back. But a long old trip down there. And then we had to sort of like visit the recycling centre and chuck all the stuff away that he built up and uh, that other people had left there in the accommodation and um, yeah, just brought him back and uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. And you know what? There's a bit of role reversal going on here. I'm actually milking this or for vegans. I'm oat yeah. milking this. Um, we've switched, isn't it? You're the one going to all these gigs and I'm the one going to the recycling center or going to, yeah. uh, fix things or whatever. And then this week I've gone to gigs, seeing loads of music and you're down the recycling center. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's like, yeah, just that time of year got, you know, sort of family out and get them back. And, uh, it's one of those things anyway. Right. Anyway, let's get on and play some music. Uh, this is Zoe Newton. Um, and a track called Never Change. Five to twelve Friday night I'm waiting here Nowhere in sight And I'm lonely waiting here I'm lonely waiting here for you again 
to tell If you feel the same Cause you're never here It drives me insane And I'm always just left hanging I'm always just left hanging Waiting for you Up now. 
there by chris webb and uh yeah one one of the things i didn't talk about uh at the weekend obviously when i got back because i insisted we were back on time on uh sunday to watch the final of the women's european championships and that was immense amazing uh really loved it yeah we uh left womad early uh to see it really so we left about sort of three in the afternoon to get back to the five o'clock kickoff and uh, so uh, Roz decided that after the she couldn't watch it the stress of it stresses her out especially when it got to 1-1 but I like to see a, a match from beginning to end and I feel every moment I feel every pass uh, incredible game of football. We've been talking about this all Euros, haven't we? What a yeah. final. No, amazing, amazing. They've done really, really well. I mean, it was a very, very even final. Uh, Tetchy in places. <clears throat> but, um, you know, the first goal 
by Ellie Toon. Yeah, I mean, Ellie Toon, who came on as a sub, uh, set up by Kira Walsh. Amazing ball through the centre. Absolutely cracking pass. And, you know, it's just such a level of skill. So just the audacity, the way she sort of locked that ball over. And yeah. you knew it was going in. You just, you just, whoa, it's like the back heel, that, you know, in the, a couple of rounds ago. Uh, an, ama- an amazing game. I'm so, I was gutted on the, what was it, the 79th minute when Germany scored. I thought yeah. that was going to happen. But you know what? What, what was great about it, it was the fans. 87,000 people there, record for a Euro finals, record viewing on TVs, both here and in Germany. And just these, the love of sport that just oozed from the whole yeah. team was amazing. Yeah. And and even the interviews afterwards, you know, when they sort of gate crashed the talks afterwards, I thought, yeah, yeah. brilliant, you know. And then I was reading, I was, I've been still watching up there. I'm just, I'm just still sort of in the moment. I'm reading everything I can about the, um, the, 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 the you know, the women's football and, do we have any local teams? I'd quite like to go and I think the big message is go out and see women's football. It's uh, it's incredible. Um, Ros posted on her Facebook post about how proud she was of the Lionesses and put a picture of her playing when she played at Selhurst Park. She used to play for Ooh. Crystal Palace women's yeah. and says, look at the stands about how many people were in the stands. Nobody there watching her and Crystal Palace. Um, and then how many people are watching the Lionesses and how important it is to sort of support women's football. The more the more that people go, you know, it's such a lovely atmosphere. Do you know what's also reason today? Not one arrest, no trouble at all. Oh, no, no, no. And, and, and you wouldn't expect that. It was, like you say, it's an amazing atmosphere. Mm. But I, I mean, and like when uh, uh, Chloe Kelly knocked in the winner, all subs, and, and, and the, I mean... You know, the most impressive thing was was the, you know, the, the way the manager managed the games. So, like, subs all at the right time. They're, they're all brought on. Both the goal scorers were substitutes. I know both teams were the sub, but one thing that worried me when I watched the Spain game in the quarterfinal was, um, and I might say, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not, but it was um, the, the, the fact that, Spain came on to us and we invited pressure and we 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 sat back and invited all that pressure on and I was I and I was I, I was saying that I can't see that we can do that again or too many times and when England scored the winner it was the fact they just took the pressure out of the game they just controlled the game they just kept the ball in the corner and kept kept us away from pressure and it was just the most the best most boring five ten minutes of football i've ever ever had in my life because you never felt any pressure did you in that last it wasn't boring it was just very very clever tactics and you could see the frustration on the other team's faces that they would have done exactly the same um, but I like also the competitive spirit between both teams. I mean, I think it's really important to mention that yeah. you know, Germany are a fantastic team and it was really, you know, a, a battle, a sporting battle of two really wonderful teams that deserve to be there. Uh, so, yeah, thoroughly loved it. Got back. We got back from Malmesbury from Womad sort of like two minutes after uh, kickoff. So, oh, wow. Loved, loved, loved it. And I'm still celebrating and you know the future is the world cup now to look forward to that with a great manager 
And to see these young girls watching and just with big smiles on their face, it's an inspiration for the next generation of women coming through and all sporting athletes um, regardless. Yeah, and there was a lot of talk about things that need to be done and a lot of stuff needs to be done within clubs. But I, th I think the FA really deserve, you know, a, a body that's had a lot of stick in the past, really deserve a lot of, the, lot of credit for that because they've put a lot of money into supporting the England women's team, a lot of women's football, uh, and, and, and done an amazing job. I mean, when you saw the picture after afterwards with Sarah Friedman and all the support staff, there was a hell of a lot of support staff there, you know, and, and they put the money into that and they gave the players the backing. They, when they built St. George's Park, part of the insistence was all the England teams trained there, all of them. So they were all part of the same setup and they all, you know, they all blend together. There's that, that, that whole setup there. So I think the FA have, have really put, you know, thrown a lot at it to, to support the team and support England women's football. And, you know, and, and they got just rewards for it as well. You know, the players were, were appreciative of it and, and, you know, and there is a lot that still needs to be done, but the, you know, but, but the support is that, you know, the sponsorship and all that sort of side of it will bring in that money now with any luck. And, uh, you know, for those that are listening that maybe not feel football is their thing, just think it took the headlines away from politics and this ridiculous leadership campaign that's going on for weeks. So I thought it was uh, refreshing, and I hope everyone else did too. No, amazing. Okay, we'll play some more music. Uh, this is by the Ley Lines and Broken and Alone. See 
that's in your eye, hey that look 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 Right, uh, Shudder There by Two Day Coma. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one of the things that I've been, uh, I didn't mention it last week, um, uh, but uh, one of my favourite artists, Jamie T, brought his latest album out uh, called Theory of Whatever. And I didn't want to overcommit because, like, it's just, to me, it's just a, a tremendous album and and really good and it you know it got to number one in the charts which obviously isn't normally a marker of uh but but that was his first ever number one and now it it really hearing this album has really given me a dilemma because like the best my favorite favorite ever artist has always been the clash and like but this was his fifth album and the clash released five albums. And now it's like, Oh, you weigh the albums up against each other and you go, well, the clash, the first clash album against his first one, I give it to the clash. The second one, give him enough rope against Kings and Queens, which is one of my favorite albums ever. I've got to give it Kings and Queens London calling against carry on the grudge. 
yeah, London Calling, obviously, that's such a classic album. Sandinista against Trick. Sandinista was a bit messy, but Trick is really good. And then Combat Rock, it's got some cracking, amazing tracks on, uh, which, you know, launched the Clash into a more widespread audience against this one, Theory of Whatever. But this Theory of Whatever album, I, it's like, you listen to it, I haven't, there isn't a bad track on it. It's just all, you know, just all great tracks. So, like, it's really given me a dilemma now. It's put me in, you know, it's really infused me, <laughs> you know, this album. So it's it's really put me in a dilemma, which is my favourite artist now, you know, which is a good thing. I, I, I've got the solution to your dilemma, Ian. Go it's on. just simple. What are your favourite artists? So if you put an S at the end of favourite, you can use, choose both, you know. Yeah, I need to yeah. listen to that album. Uh, thanks for the tip there, because uh, I like Jamie T as well. Um, I'm not sure if I'd have gone for the clash of Jamie T of the two. They're not my favourite artists of all time, but they're both, no. they've, made, they've both been very important in, in my musical life, and I love them both. And I haven't yet listened to the Jamie T album. The one thing we talk about a lot on Glastonbury Recording is the, the power and the beauty of the good old-fashioned LP or album. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to the album from beginning to end. And I think I might do that after after this podcast goes out. I'm oh, going to listen give to the it whole album from beginning to end. And I'll come back yeah. to you next week. G- you give it away. a go, because like fa- when I keep listening to it, my favourite track keeps changing as well. Which is like, you think, oh, I love this track. Uh, and then another one comes on and it's sort of like, a, you know, some of them are like two or three listens you get. Some of them are just like instant hits on you. And then you listen to the other ones two or three times you think, oh, I love this one so much now, you know. So and, and, and so I can't wait and I'll get back to you next week. I'm gonna listen, I like listening to an album from beginning right the way through to the end. I think it's really exciting to do that. And also I, I really like it when there's musical recommendation. Jamie T is important to me because it was yeah. um, m- my daughter Sophie who uh, told me about Jamie T and she bought me a Jamie T CD. So very much uh, an important artist for our family. Yeah. 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 And lyrically, you know, just, just great. Just, just amazing really. Uh, But yeah. Um, So just got got that out. And uh, anyway, we'll play some more music. Um, This is a track by uh, We Are Strangers and See No Hate.
don't ask me questions that I can't answer This conversation's got no destination There's a man of few words down under this skin I drink whiskey from the bottle, drink wine from a glass I drink whiskey from the bottle, drink wine from a glass And I got you back to my place, but I'm busy at this time And I ask you to dance, but I'm a little bit shy if you, And if you say it, help, help me sing this song, we'll get on fine We'll get on fine Stuck in the middle of this moment For love and decision Should I stay? Check it out of here You're like an itch that I can scratch Down under my skin I drink whiskey from the bottle I drink wine from a glass Whiskey from the bottle I drink wine from a glass oh. Billy in the low ground there, who we've also had a glass recording. That was whiskey from the bottle. And, um, yeah, there's a few things on this weekend anyway. So uh, one one or two gigs. Um, Will Cartwright at the King Arthur. Uh, Unit 4 at the King Arthur uh, on Friday. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Will Cartwright was on the Thursday. Uh, Sarah and the String Syndicate. Are playing a lovely jazz uh, night at the Red Brick Building. Um, starting on Friday, there's a really, really, uh, well, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's the Shanty and Folk Festival on at Western Supermare. And it, it's, as class recording, it's uh, lots of venues inside and outside all over Western Supermare. So that'll be be interested in any way you can think of in western supermare is going to have shanty and folk music on all weekend so uh you know that's that's quite interesting fair play to them especially during the busy busy holiday season 
putting something like that on, you know, in, in town, um, you know, uh, that'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I, I love it. that uh, shanty music, uh, and even folk music is, is often seen as a sort of an older person's domain, but it's no longer that. And, um, like the longest Johns uh, and uh, there's so many shanty groups that are now kind of broken through. It's actually a young person's uh, musical game now. Uh, and I thought the idea of having a Western City Mayor, I was thinking, I'm not sure, but weather bodes well. And yeah. it, it is very, very sort of all encompassing. It, it brings people together. And you kind of feel, if I could sing, I'd love to do this myself. It, and you've got to have some sort of ale refreshment in your hand as you're, yeah, yeah. As you're trying to stop the Armada or whatever it is you might be singing about. So, yeah, that sounds really, really cool. I was thinking, is this going to work in Western Sydney? Of course it will. No. Well, you, 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 well. want, what you want to do that weekend is open up a stall selling tankards. I think you'd uh, make a lot of money there doing that. Yeah. And long socks. Tankards. <laughs> socks. Yeah, tankards. <laughs> yeah, tankards, long socks and half cup bobble hats, whatever you call them. I can't, you know. I think it's called a half cup bubble hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Um, yeah, but that, that sounds quite interesting. Saturday, we should be going down to King Arthur. Last one, Holmes playing down there. Uh, three Mustard Tears at the Rifes. Um, they do some covers and their own music. Rory McLeod is at the Assembly Rings. It's a big out for them uh, down there. Um, uh, that's the same night as Paloma is playing down night at the uh, Glastonbury Abbey, along with C6 Steve. Um, um, she pulled out uh, last time as well, uh, the last, last second. So that's going to be uh, interesting as well. Yeah, that, that's the extravaganza which it's, the yeah. Glastonbury Festival put on as a thank you to Glastonbury Town for uh, loaning uh, Pilton the name. Uh, so, yeah, always a good turnout always well-organised and always excellent music. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll probably be off to last one home. But the next couple of days or so, we're going to pop down to see my parents down at Weymouth because we've got a few days off as well. So uh, popping around, seeing the parents and grandparents and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, so I'm like you, uh, very much a similar thing. So I've got my son coming down uh, tomorrow and uh and thinking about what to do we may go to the will Cartwrights um yeah. on the thursday always love seeing him i just love will's voice i love the group that they play together with uh, ian and dan so it's brilliant but then it's also Fanny's Meadow this weekend. I should just mention that, Ooh. which is um, at a secret location in Somerset. Somewhere between Glastonbury and South Somerset is all you, we're allowed to say. But it's easy to get to from Glastonbury. Uh, it's probably only a sort of 25-minute drive at most. Um, and there's some really, really good acts. Uh, Two Man Ting's playing on the Thursday, so I'm looking forward to that. Rory McLeod is also playing, uh, he plays there every year, uh, and that's probably why he's playing the assembly rooms on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So we might go down there on the Thursday, or we might go to Will Cartwright. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thinking of checking out Fanny's Meadow. Yeah, yeah, F Fanny's Meadow should, should be really good, and uh, she always puts on a good event, I've you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and has a good 
taste in music as well. So there's a really eclectic taste of music. It's very family friendly. It's really tiny, so you know it's usually just about a thousand people there um, on a meadow near a river, and uh, it's got really lovely food. Got very small stages. And you're part of the group, really, because the group often come into the audience. You can often have a good chat. It's like a family reunion every year. Uh, and as you mentioned, uh, Fanny's Meadow always had eclectic music and really supports the Bristol and the Southwest music scene as well. No, really good. Really good. Well, um, yeah, well, we, we, we better say goodbye because uh, I, think, I think we said everything we're up to this weekend. <laughs> I can't think of anything more. Well, have a good time with Joe anyway. So it'd be nice. Yeah, nice thanks. To see yeah, you. and likewise with Kieran. And, and to all you and all your loved ones, uh, have a great weekend and enjoy this fabulous summer, even if our gardens are going brown. Yeah, everyone, have a lovely weekend. Take care, everyone. Give up.